A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to the Uncensored Match Build-Up show ahead of Liverpool versus Brighton. And the 3 o'clock kickoff again at Anfield We are here today to discuss everything around the game, but we are backed by The Athletic. You can get 50% off your yearly subscription, taking it down to about £2.50 per month by going to www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash TV. Uh, so, Ross and Tom and Jack are joining me <laughs> for this one. Um, back to the business of the Premier League. Got to put Napoli behind us, Ross. Yeah, I, I, well... I don't want to be arrogant, but I think it should be a lot easier than Napoli. I think you know we discussed in the final word how good Napoli were setting up defensively. I expect Liverpool to go out and kind of just carry on from where they left off in the Premier League. To be honest with you, you know we we weren't terrible against Napoli, but I think we we can look at other options of attacking threats and use them. Maybe a couple of rotation plays in there as well. I think don't think Salah's looked his, looked his best. Um, I know we're coming to preferred eleven and later on, but it's a good opportunity to start this run of games, which is obviously a long month month and a half probably, um, playing some of the sides in the, in the bottom half of the table. I think we've actually done really well to be where we are and play some of the bigger sides. Our record against the lesser opposition has got a lot better in the past two seasons and I expect Liverpool to carry on. Yeah, I think, Tom, we've had a really good record against Brighton actually, haven't we? You know, we've won our last seven games against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won both games last last season 1-0. Uh, Salah opened the scoring and ended the scoring in both of those games. He also opened the scoring in the game prior to that. Uh, so he's opened the scoring in the last three. But, can we can we afford to rotate players in this game? Um I think so. I think I think you need to you need to start looking ahead to to other games. If there's one thing this Liverpool side does, no matter who's on the pitch, it's creating chances. And you saw that that's what happened against Napoli as well. I, I don't want to dwell too much on that, but I think no matter who we play, we create chances and no matter who's on the pitch, we, we have players there, whether that be the attacking line, whether that be the midfield, and then from, from set pieces, we have the, 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 the defenders who come up and can score goals, so we will always create chances, Brighton have conceded 19 in the league, I think we can add quite a few to that, to be honest, Anfield's still a fortress, and we are coming off the back of a draw, and it, it feels a bit weird, we're, we're not... Uh, you can say now we're not free flowing, blah blah blah. It's I mean it's it's a draw against tough opposition in the Champions League. It happens. I, I, I'm, I'm at least we don't have to travel and we don't have to travel again this weekend. Exactly, and I'm fully backing us to just go right, take the day off, back into training. This is what we need to do, lads, and and, and we'll go straight into it and, and we'll put a performance out there that is befitting of Anfield, like we do every time we we play there in the Premier League. Listen, it's been it was April 2017 when Palace beat us at Anfield. That's the last time we lost at Anfield in the Premier League, wasn't it, Jack? So. It was a long, long time ago. We're now 
30 games unbeaten in the Premier League. We've won 25, drawn five of those games. If we make it 31 unbeaten, it'll be joint with our best ever record in top flight football, which was May 87, so I think March 88. I'll just check my sheet there, it was. I remembered it all. Oh, look at that. That was a good team there as well, wasn't it? Fucking great team, that one. Um, and I don't think there'll be a lack of confidence going into this game for Mozilla. Nah, there just never is with this team. They're just, they're just sensational and you just can't you just can't see it ever ever going away. I don't ever want to see it going away, what's going on at the minute. It's just we're so blessed to have this team and they're, they're going to be breaking records for a long time. I'm, we're going to see a lot of records broken this season, I think, from this Liverpool team because it's just... From start to bottom, it's just superb. And we spoke on the final word before about how how many options we have to to change things if if we need to change, and it's just sensational at the minute. And I'm just I'm, I'm looking just blown away. I'm looking forward to seeing Trenton at right back. Anyone else with oh me on that God. one? It's it's fucking Allah. That I'd is start, I'd start that is one this. of the best players in world football for how much you missed you missed him. Or if you're not going to play him, <clears throat> and we said this, oh, I spoke to you upstairs before about this. If you're going to play Gomez at right back, you don't need that midfield three of you know a Milner. I know Fabinho won't be playing anyway, but you don't need Jimmy Hendo Milner in that midfield. If you're going to play Gomez at right back, play Chamberlain, I play play, play Kater. I just don't think yeah. you start Gomez at right back. But well, well, I, I, I don't think it's an issue. I get what you mean in that system, but he's an issue when he's so defensive and you compared True. to Nathaniel Klein before, yeah. then you've got three defensive-minded midfielders in there mm. at the same time. Don't do both. Ross is right. We, we, we have built our side around an industrious midfield three. Because of the full-backs? Because of the full-backs. When you're not playing attacking full-backs, do you need the industrious midfield three? Now, the issue is, I remember speaking to Jürgen in the, in the summer when, when we interviewed him, and he, he was, I said, we were talking about systems, and he, stopped, he said, I'd play six systems mm. if I could. I don't have the time to train it. Yeah. I can teach them one system really, really well, or two systems. And he alluded to this. He didn't actually say this, but or I could do two systems, but not as well. Yeah. So what's the point? So that that's the that's the not the issue with that because I agree with you completely. But when they're not when they're used to having that industry field, when everyone's used to seeing yeah. the team chemistry and where everyone moves and everything, when you do change one part of that. It's not you're not just changing one player, you're changing every relationship that he has with the other midfielders, with the but forward, it, with the right back, with everything else. Is that not the same as playing Chamberlain on left wing and putting money over to the right? I think I think it probably is, but I, I feel like it's slightly less important because you don't react with as many players in the left wing position yeah. as maybe you do in the midfield, where you've got two midfielders, you probably play to the centre back, the forward, the right winger, and the right back quite often. If you're playing left wing, you're probably maybe saying the nine, an eight, and the three, the left back. Yeah. I mean, we speak about all this. Trent's coming in. It's fine. Trent, yeah. Trent is coming yeah, back right. into the team, so like that, that, that's for a future game, and I can't wait to see it. Just for his set pieces, for 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 his tenacity up and down that right hand side, and I, 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 every time we see him not play there, we saw it last season. Every time he didn't play there, we struggled, and they were the draws. They were the reason we didn't win the league last season. Mainly for me, it's because Trent didn't play in them games because he can't play every single game. He's a kid still, which is mad. He's not superhuman. You've got to give him rest. And really, we didn't even we did give him a rest, but he came on. And he had to affect the game, and I, I I just want to see him in there linking up with Mo Salah. Having Mo, you can it stifles so many people's games. Mo Salah, Jordan Henderson, whoever's in that right side of midfield role when when Trent Alexander Arnold isn't there, it just dismantles. It doesn't dismantle it, but it it still sits 
it so much and 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 I really really want to see him marauding up and down that wing, putting in balls, and I want him to to st not stake a claim because he's already got the claim to that, but I want him to just go, yeah, I'm still here, lads. Don't worry, it's fine. I'm young. I'm younger than most of you by like a, a wide margin. I'm still the best right back in the world, and he, and he will do. And, that. And, uh, go on. I don't. I don't know if he starts this game. Really? Personally, I would do. Trent. But, yeah, but I, I think. But <laughs> I would start him. Why don't, but I don't you think he does? He because I think if you think about, <clears throat> you just said then he didn't get his full rest last night, which he probably should have done. Mm -hmm. He got brought in. <clears throat> Everton midweek, Bournemouth away, and now it's all changed because of Salzburg. We have to win that game as well. So when's he going to get his rest in between I, all those? I think and then it's Watford. Then we're off to Qatar. We probably rest him at Watford. You can have rest on the fifth of December <laughs> and the eleventh of December. <laughs> I think there's an argument for him that he, that he doesn't do. Just I think, make him go to bed early. <laughs> yeah, he'll be fat as young. Just give him a little curfew, 7pm. <laughs> no FIFA after six. I think he does start because I think we rest Robbo. That's what I think. I think Brighton, Robbo will be rested. Who goes left back then? No one. After playing. Fucking hell. So this is what you think will happen, not your preferred 11? No, this is what I think will happen. So I think Robbo will be rested because obviously he's had all that ankle problems. He played... The 490 at the weekend, the mm -hmm. 490 again last night. You said in the final word that you thought he was struggling. I, I got that vibe too yeah. a bit. And I just, I could see him being rested. I think Trent was rested last night. Yeah, we needed him at the end. But sometimes that happened. He had a good good rest. And actually, yeah, he's still a kid. But he's one of the fittest out of all of them, really. Mm. He's, he's young. His body's fresh. And actually, if Robbo needs a rest, if, he, if that ankle is bothering him a bit, I'd rather him get rested. And but we could just bring the kids in against Everton next week. They're shit. No, it is true. <laughs> Touch wood right now, please. Please. Uh, no, I, I mean... If Ben Teke comes on as a substitute for fucking Everton, Chris, <laughs> get out. Chris just went to Touchwood. Thank you very much. Um, is there a case? Just a small case. No. If you're, if, yeah, exactly. I don't think it will happen. But if you're, if what you're saying is true and Robert gets rested, no. Gomez left back? Oh. No. No way. Come on, because... We saw that he wasn't up to scratch, and there's no disrespect to Joe Gomez. Oh, no, I think he's a tremendous footballer um, at right back. I I remember from 2015, 16, I think it was, that he's not a great left back. No. That West Ham game where they came to Anfield and beat us three 0 he was. He, that was his. I think that was his worst performance in a Liverpool. Is that when he got injured yeah. as well? Did he get injured at left back? When he, that was when Coutinho got sent off, didn't he? Two yellows. I'm sure. I'm was sure it? Yeah. yeah. No, I only remember it for Gomez's poor performance. Yeah. And I'm not talking about that game last time when Gomez got injured and someone fell on his leg. That was Burnley. Burnley was he playing yeah. left back that day or something? No, was he sent off? Fair enough. Yeah. I I I don't. I, I think Robertson plays. It's that that's such a Milner Milner played so much footy yesterday that. But you know, he came off. It he also depends off, on Fabinho as well, because you've got to think about putting Miller back into midfield rotation. Can you afford mm, to be putting him that's back? That's it. I mean, well, let's talk about the midfield then. Yeah. I mean, um, Genie Wijnaldum or Adam Milana? Six. Or Jordan Anderson. Or Adam, James Milner. Adam Milana. 100%. I think the, when he, when he came hell, in... Fucking hell, he's having Joe Gomez at left back. I'm not, I'm just... Adam Milana in the fucking six. I literally said... Nicole Williams at right back. Yeah, yeah. But what's going to actually happen is Gomez coming in for Lovren, Lovren's left back. Sorted, we'll, we'll be fine there. Um, no. No, that's not... Was that? Lallana plays there because when... when, when Sorry, you got to Lovren left back. <laughs> no, I'm messing. Oh. Obviously. But Lallana plays there purely because... I wasn't messing. 
when I saw them, when I saw them play there the other week, he knew exactly where to be in that system. It looked the exact same. Yes, he didn't have the speed of passing. He's not Fabinho, no one is. But in terms of his positioning, he knew where to be. He's obviously been training for it for the whole season. And then when Gino Wijnaldum played there yesterday, yes, he can do that. And I know his first choice to come on against Napoli, which probably says quite a bit. But... I just think I'd rather see Genie in that forward role, in that number eight role. He does it so well. He gets us up the pitch so well and he protects the ball so well. And Lallana can do that sixth job for me. I don't think it's too much of a drop-off in terms of the system. OK, so, all right, OK, we'll, we'll, all, we'll all get a chance to talk through these because I think it's important, actually. It's actually the biggest, most important part of the game for me. Uh, obviously, anyone who doesn't know, he picked up uh, another yellow card, which means Fabinho missed this game, whether he makes it through injury or not, we're not certain. Anyway, uh, we just know that he can't play. So you've gone with Adam Lallana, Jordan Henderson, Gini Wijnaldum. Probably, or, or Oxley chamberlain in the attacking right hand side. Well, which one is it? So it'd be it'd be Lalane, Genie, Oxley Chamberlain. That's your midfield three. Yeah. Okay. Um, what would you do? I'm going four two three one. Yeah. Wow. Changing the formation. Yeah. yeah. And I'll probably go Genie, Hendo, and Ox up top, and then front three. Get the game done. Get the people off that need a rest. Okay. Take like that. What are you doing? I agree. Exactly the same. Really? As us. Yeah. Nice. And it's normally me that says about the 43 ones. I'm not even going to mention a 43 one. You've done my work for me. I did want to bring that up in, uh, uh, before, and, and it is going to be interesting if Fabino's out for a while. Do we then just transition back to that and just go? Because Genie played that too so well. You know, Henderson can play that. It covers the flanks. It, it could be something that we just transition to, and everyone wants to see Oxley Chamberlain picking the ball up in that half space and turning and linking it up. It could be really fruitful. Mm. I, mean, I think for me, I think he. I think you're right. I think Lallana does start in the six. To be honest with you, because I think he's just going to go Wijnaldum and Henderson again. It makes sense, and I think that's the most. And it's not what I would do. And I come on to what I would do in the preferred 11s, but I do feel like he'll just go path of least resistance. You're going to have a change. Uh, uh, Probably, probably at left back. Maybe at left back. You've you've, you've got that change at, at the six. The big one as well is, I know we got through the game, but what if Virgil van Dijk's got an injury? Yeah, don't it, tell me that. Well, it was but, an elbow. Seriously, because that changes fucking everything. Because then you're talking now. You might have a back four of Robbo, Lovren left side of centre off. I guess yeah. Gomez right side of centre off. I guess yeah. Trent. Then you might have Lallana in front of them, and in which case, if Van Dijk has got anything and he's not playing the game, Lallana ain't that six for me. No. Yeah. I would take him straight out and I'd put, throw Gino and Aldum in there and go, you're the fucking six if we're changing our centre-halves. And I don't know whether Van Dijk's got an injury. We're recording this the day after the Napoli game if, in the morning. If Van Dijk doesn't play, I want midfield of Gini, Henderson, Milner. So then, and then yeah, you keep him I think that's a shout. I mean, I I think Van Dijk will get through it. I I honestly do. He think, normally does. Yeah, he? and it was an elbow to the ribs. It's a sore one. He's probably had worse than that. You know what I mean? Um, I'd be I'd be massively surprised if he dropped out. To be honest with you, I would then be utterly so scared because then that's your two centre halves who won the Champions League final for you, gone for a bit. Like that's not good. <laughs> and I know like you're looking at City and how they're trying to handle it and they're not handling it very well. Um, and you can't even throw Fabinho at centre-back yeah, because he's, he's missing this game. And we're still leaking goals regardless with Van Dijk in the team. <laughs> Don't tell No, Van Dijk's back in. He just is. OK, Van Dijk's playing. Um, so we've got the midfield. We're sorted there. Are, you, are there any other places that you'd be looking at, lads, for squad rotation? I think, you know, we talked on the final way. I thought it was a really interesting chat around Mo Salah. Not been in 
tip-top form, as it were. Um, Shakiri makes the bench uh, midweek. Maybe there's an opportunity for Shakiri. Uh, not from the start for me. I think this is a good opportunity for Mo Salah. I think we all spoke about his confidence and getting some goals behind him. And probably the same for Firmino as well. I think man is completely fine, but it's an opportunity for those to get some goals behind him again, coming into this busy busy period. And if you're 2-3-0 up, get Shakiri some game time then, for mm. me. Okay. I, I, I don't see him starting. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Cause you, Origi wanna... maybe and Mane. Exactly. Because does, does Salah look fit to use? Like fully fit? No. No. But, he doesn't like. He's. Does he look as fast as he was? No, and I, I didn't know at first whether it was just me making an excuse for his slump in performances, but as you say, he just doesn't look. He doesn't look himself. He doesn't look fast enough. He just doesn't. When you look at him, he just doesn't look fit. He's moving a bit gingerly. He's not chasing after everything like usual. Like yesterday, there's a moment when it's played back, I think it was Koulibaly, there's a really bad back pass to the goalkeeper and Salah sort of half chases it down where usually Salah would be on that. He'd put the keeper under pressure. It'd have probably won the ball as well. Mm. And and yesterday it was just, it was all it was almost like a half-assed attempt to go for the ball and th- that's just not the Salah we're used to. And I, I, do, I do genuinely think he, he isn't fully fit, but... I think clearly there's a reason why he's playing through the injury and I think if if he plays through it then maybe it's coming and maybe he's getting through it maybe he's he's on on the on the right side of that injury now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Oh, sorry for him, to be honest with you. I think uh, he was playing, he was getting fluid drains from his leg and stuff like that. Mm. But I think, like, Napoli was just really good. And I think Crystal Palace did the same thing of just taking him out of the game. Mm. They can't get runs in behind. I think he's almost too predictable, is, is part of his problem of cutting inside yeah. and then, like, they'll put two, three bodies in the way. Then he doesn't have many options. I think some of his decision making has been off the boil, which might have to do with confidence of he's taking snapshots like he did against last night at 25, 30 yards out, or his decision making in the sense he could pass it to people, or decision making he could have gone down for a penalty. 
I think he still causes problems. There's still something for the opposition to think about. Because Brighton won't be thinking, oh, Salah's off the ball, well, we can leave yeah. him alone. Because you can't. Hmm. You, can't, you can't do that. So he still brings something to the side, even if he's getting cut out. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends if you want to play him into form or you want to rest him and then let him come in and, and be fully fired. But it, we, we saw before the game against Napoli, Chris, he, he looked on it. Some of the finishes, was it like nine and nine shots? Yeah, well, it was five and six from when I stopped counting, to be honest with you. And then, and then you're watching it and they're all tidy finishes. They're all really well worked. So he's still got his shooting boots on. He's still got the technique there. I think you're right, when teams crowd them out that must be so hard for anyone on the top of the game so if you've got a bit of a sore ankle and you know that you if you get one knock to it like and players will probably be going in just giving it a little tap while he's while he's there because that's what you do you do uh, the dark arts again so I think if 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 he's not fully fully firing and he's coming up against three defenders as usual obviously he's gonna get snuffed out the game I think that's why you're looking at it and saying he's in poor form. He's still creating space for people, and I don't think Brighton are going to play in the same way Napoli are going to play because they don't have that that drilled into them. So I think you'll get Firmino into the game a bit more. Do Mane will want to turn and 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 have the ball at his feet because that's something that they just didn't do that many times. They didn't they didn't get the ball and turn. And you saw it as soon as Mane did that, like he does in every single game, he runs at them. He causes problems. I think if Mane uh, Salah sorry gets the ball to feet, is given a bit of space to. Turn and run at people, we'll see him back to his best again. I, I think confidence is a massive yeah. thing for Mo Salah. I think we've seen it in the past where, I, I can't remember whether it was last season or the start of this season where he had, he had a bit of a, a period without goals then as well and, and he came back himself to the media and you could see he was quite annoyed and when he got his first goal, the media interviewed him and the first question was like, how happy were you to score? And you could see he was quite taken aback by it and he, he admitted that he was... We were throwing him in the nine last season when exactly. he was struggling. Exactly. Just to get him his goals and his confidence and, up where And we? I wonder yeah. if for him, the, the longer he goes without a goal, the longer he goes without being himself in games, the more he's marked out of games, whether he really beats himself up about it and whether that has a negative effect on him. And for me, that's quite worrying because as a... As a player, you, you don't want that, and as a as a fan, we don't want players to be like that where they're, they're getting down over their performances. We want Salah to come out firing. We want him to come out firing and and and, get, and be better. And actually, I think that maybe this isn't a bad thing because maybe when he scores, we see an, uh, Salah back at his best. And it's scary to think that at the minute we're this bloody good without Mo Salah playing at his best football, nowhere near his best, and actually when he is at his best, I'm scared for other teams because yeah. it's going to be pornographic content. I think <laughs> people, and maybe even Mo Salah, looking at what Sadio Mane is doing as well, and the fact that he's sometimes not been at his best, but he's that unpredictable and unorthodox. When he gets the ball and stands still, he can cut inside, he can go to the byline, he can go past plays, he's got Robbo on the overlap, and maybe it's hindrance to Mo Salah yesterday again, of not having Trent on the overlap and having Joe Gomez there, did that hinder his performance again last night? Not, not having that option and just running at, at bodies. So he likes the ball quite close to his feet. Control can like go around people, but he's got two people in front of him. Do, I don't think he doesn't. He doesn't have any options in his head of what else to do. Mm. But I think Sadio Mane can do a couple of step overs and just send someone either on their ass on the floor. I know he did to cool the at one point, but I don't think he, he brings anything else to that table. He doesn't have the support behind him. Yeah, I know that's, that's interesting. Okay, so we'll go to a little ad break now. Uh, this is a clip from our Reds news roundup available on the RedmenTV.com. Liverpool can now, I think, justifiably, if any player becomes available, go. You know what? We 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 are justifiably in this mix, and they should be sniffing around like say. Mbappe, it might be nonsense. It might be absolute nothing, and it is the ultimate aim because why wouldn't anyone want Mbappe? But 
it's worth noting, like it isn't as stupid as this would sound ten years ago. We're, yeah. we're potentially the best young player on the planet, <clears throat> and you could justifiably see him coming to your club. That would never have happened. No, we're back at the big boys table. I think we have yeah. been for, for several years now. I think since we started buying the likes of Van Dijk, Allison, Fabinho, I'm just going actually we spend big now rather than padding out the team, which I don't think we need to do anymore. I said before, I think he's in Mbappe's court of what he wants to do. He's got a choice of those six, seven teams that you just mentioned. What challenge does he want? You know, does he, is, is he looking at Liverpool thinking, oh, it's a really good project I want to go to. The manager, he's played last season there. The atmosphere is really good. Am I going to get in the first team? Do I want to push people in the first team? Are we, he's going to take the likes of Firmino, Mane and Salah to another level because then they don't really have anyone to compete with at the minute. In my eyes, I think you know, they know they're playing every game, the likes of Divock Origi and stuff. They're getting a rest when they're injured or knackered or suspended, whatever else. Otherwise, they're playing every game. You take them to another level... I think that's that's something else, and he wants to be part of this Jurgen Klopp team, and I think that that's sound. But equally, I'd understand if he wanted all the money, and you know, City looking to replace Aguero. I, I get that. It's just all about Danny's personality and what he wants. Yeah, absolutely fantastic show. Stian Ross killing it over on the Red News Roundup on the RedMentv.com. It's five pounds a month. First month is free. Go over there and check that one out. Uh, we're going to start with some preferred 11s in this segment of the show. Um, I'll start with mine, actually. I'm going to go Alisson, Trent, Lovren, Van Dijk, Robertson. And then going to go Lalana, Ox. Ooh, hmm. ooh. Wijnaldum. Ooh, no. Henderson in the six. Bear okay. with me. Ox on the right. Wijnaldum on the left. Okay. And the front three. And I don't think that's going to happen. But I don't mind Henderson in the six. I don't want to see Ox on the left of the midfield of the two eights. I want to see him on the right. And I kind of like Wijnaldum on the left. Why Henderson six? For that, for the literally the reasons that I've just said. No, but like in terms of why him over Gene Wijnaldum? Because I don't think Henderson or Ox play the left of the eights. But no Cater then at all. No. I don't think Cater comes in. None of my preferred eleven. He didn't even get the bench. He did. There's a case we made Milner left sided centre mid. Not in my preferred eleven. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just asking. <laughs> just asking. He's now going to question well, everything you do for your ready made eleven. He already has. He already has. <laughs> Uh, Henderson the six mad one for Ross, me. What's your preferred eleven? Mate? <laughs> <laughs> um, same, same, same. About five. I'm, I'm going to go four, two, three, one. But Why? what we what we normally do <laughs> is know. have a free flowing <laughs> formation. So I'll go Hendo Genie. Why? Deep, deep, because <laughs> for the reasons for the reasons that I've just said, Chris. <laughs> um, and then I'm having Chamberlain and a front three, but I think you can use that license of Gene Ronaldo and Henderson to kind of exchange of who stays back and who goes forward at certain times. I don't think you need to go completely defensive against Brighton. I think you just kind of you'd be cautious. Mm. A clean sheet would be massive for me in this game. If you can do that, it would be, would be huge. I think you've got Trent going forward as well, so you've got cover from Gene and Hendo on either side with Robbo as well. I think you can, you can fall back and you're always going... 4-2-4. Genuinely, and I love the 4-2-3-1 formation. I spoke about it in the first part of the show about about the training time and stuff. Is now the and I know it's a preferred eleven, and it's not what not necessarily what Klopp would do. Is now the right time with games coming every three days to be changing the system? <laughs> not really, but as I said before, I don't. I think you can say four three three, but I don't think it's nailed on. Uh, you know, I think we have we have a system for you know being out of possession, being defensive, and going forward. I think we, we what I've just said happens anyway. You know, it's different when you've got Fabinho. You think you just stay back and maybe both Gini and both go forward at the same time. I think you can just interchange of what's going on and depending on how many bodies Brighton have got back. I expect Brighton to be, you know, 11 men behind the ball. 
But I think we should have enough quality to, to go against yeah. that. Yeah. Tom, what's yours, mate? Um, Sorry, Jack, what's yours? <laughs> No, go on. I'd rather. I'm only kidding. Go on. Um, I'd like to see the four-two-three-one. Why? Because it's an interesting formation, and it. Why is it interesting? Because there's there's the case then to be made that you put Salah in the nine. Why? Because then you get him goals like we did last season. I've got the answers. It's fine. And then you put then you put Salah on on the 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 right, and you put Origi on the left. So you're just playing Salah in the nine. Um, sorry, Mane on the right, <laughs> and, then, and then Origi, and then Origi on the left. Fucking right. So, Salah all day. Goal, so what's your front three? No, this is. I'm just talking about 42 on. What I want to play is exactly what you've said. Apart from instead of the midfield being Henderson in the six, which I don't think is going to happen. Lallana, I actually do want to see him there because I think he is good there. Um, Genie and then Oxley Chamberlain purely because I think Oxley Chamberlain deserves a start. I yeah, think he. Does. He really, I, I love seeing him attacking there. And if we're going for attack and play, I think you, you can push people up and you just go, right, full-backs go up. We'll just have a, 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 a triangle three of, of Van Dijk, Lovren and Lallana. No, Lallana's not Fabinho, but he can do a job there. And you just say to everyone else, go up. Genie, you kind of tuck in and be all right defensively there. I think that's well good enough to be Brighton. But, I mean, obviously, I think you're going to go 4-2-3-1, maybe. I think that's a really interesting... Uh, choice as well. Jack. I'm going to start with Naby in goal. <laughs> Lovren left back. Kyriakos and Sebastian Quartes. <laughs> centre backs. John Flanagan right back. No. Why? Uh, <laughs> good players, isn't they? Yeah, okay. uh, no, I'm going to go same back five as everyone's picked. Um, and then I'm going to pick the midfield of Henderson and Wijnaldum in a two. Yeah. And then Oxley chamberlain in the middle. Exactly the same as Ross said, basically. But I just feel the need to say it again. Content, Jack yeah. Lovell. So, um, <laughs> but then, realistically as well, I think that opens it up. You can play the four-three-three with that. You can play the four-two-three-one. Change it in game. Um, I think Henderson can be in the six. Juan Adam can be in the six. Um, but as I say, I think Ox needs to play. And I think when you cater into that team, that that starting eleven, the four-two-three-one suits it better. Mm -hmm. And I think in a in a game. Like it, with an opposition like Brighton, we can absolutely destroy them. With I, four, I think two, it, three, it gives questions to the opposition at Brighton as well. I quite like their centre backs. It's it, Shane Duffy and Lewis Dunk, isn't it? Yeah. Like they, they like they're a bit like Lovren in the sense of like just throw themselves at anything. Mm. But if you're using full backs and you want to get crossed, a bit like last night of like to delete that up for the you know meat and drink. But you've got Chamberlain on top of that as well, and maybe another midfield running forwards. I think it keeps them guessing at what you're actually going to do and positionally where do they need to be. A four, yeah. two, I mean, the one thing. The one thing about the four-two-three-one for me is I'm not sure how you get the overload on the wings with it, if I'm honest. Mm. Because what you're saying, I think, I think I'm right in saying is you, you, you're exchanging Fabinho for two more defensive-minded players. So Henderson's responsibility isn't running into that space in the right corner that opens up space for Trent and Mo Salah. That's the thing for me, and is is that then Ox's job to get out but that's there what, that's and what I'm saying. do that? You've got Ox already doing it, and it depends on what's going forward. Like I said before, you can change it up. I'm just saying, Genie go forward for this one, Hendo stay back because they're both they both know that that six role. Yeah. And if you want to, then if they're on a counter attack, they can both both back. I think, I feel, yeah, I feel yeah, yeah no, 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 I get it. It's just again, <laughs> You're just wrong. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm, I'm, right, I'm talking through why back and forth yeah. almost because I'm looking and going. Well, all right, you now. You're completely changing the midfield three. Yeah. You're playing Ox in a position that he doesn't play. Um, 
And that, that for me, in a, in, a, in a game where we've got three days to plan for and they're going to be off for one of them, it just seems like quite a mad variation. If I had to pick from the, the 11s that were picked here, what's the most likely? I think Tom's is. Yeah. I think Tom's is the most likely the clock would do because mm. it's, the, it's the path of least resistance almost. Because you know Lalana plays that six. I put Hendo in. He hasn't played the six for a year. Over. In fact, Wijnaldum's been preferenced and Lalana's been preferenced in the six before it. Mm. So I'm looking, I'm going, well, actually, has Ox played the 10 for us? Is he playing a 10? Is he but playing an 8? He's, 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 played, he's played an 8, hasn't he? For, but I think he gets that free reign of going where he wants in that sense. He's got two more people behind him. I'm also cautious of how, how good Fabinho is not taking him for granted and the job that he does by himself in that yeah, role. Yeah. But I think he gets help from Genio Hendo when they're on the pitch. I think he should do the same for them when he's not, when he's not there. I remember in the Rafa when you play four two three one and you'd have Alonso Mascherano holding and then Gerard would be given the free role, and I could see Ox get given the same role, tell him go anywhere, do your thing, and I think it'd also be interesting to see with Firmino up front in a four two three one if he, if he is Firmino up front, he could interchange with Ox and you could see Ox playing furthest forward at times. You'd also see Ox going out on the wing, Salah going up front. It would make the front four so so interchangeable. And I think, obviously, as well, you've got the, the two in the pivot. As, as Ross says, you can have one holding, one going back, uh, one going forward at each time. I think, as you say, it is a risk. I think Brighton is the level of opposition to try it against. And that's not disrespecting Brighton at all. But I think it's a team where they're out of form. It says on here they've, they've not won away since the first weekend of the season. Um, and, and for me, they do pose a threat. We've seen them play very well against Tottenham. We've seen... Guardiola came out and praised them against when when he played them, but he does that because he's weird. Um, and and yeah, I, I, just, I just think I, I really do think that we could we could go in with a four two three one, and 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 really be interesting to see what Brighton did. They started as a, a three four two one last time. They change it all the time. Yeah, so yeah. I can't imagine they go three at the back against half no. three. I think no. you were saying, uh, Tom, they generally play four four two, but they do change it around. Yeah. Um, they've lost four of their last seven games as well. Uh, as as mentioned, uh, they haven't won away from home since the first game of the weekend, uh, the, the season, which I think was a three 0 victory over Watford, if I remember. Um, moving on to rival fixtures, then um, twelve thirty Newcastle City away win. I think so. Uh, you, you were saying that it's a tough. I think Sai was saying. I don't. Someone said it's it's a tough away game, uh, but it was a tough away game when Newcastle had Rafa. Um, I I just see City steamrolling them to be honest. Mm. City played a fairly strong side against Shakhtar in midweek, mm -hmm. but I've only got a draw. But I still think it'd be too much for Manchester City. Chelsea West Ham. Chelsea. On all day West Ham. West Ham. If they play that goalkeeper that they played the other day. Chelsea can literally hit Roberto, it. Roberto, is it? Oh yeah. my God. He is next level Adam Bogdan. He oh, is shit. He's so, so bad. <laughs> literally, they could hit it anywhere in the vicinity of the goal and it'll roll through his legs. He'll make sure it rolls through his legs. It could be topping and he'll make sure it rolls through his legs. Mourinho v Howe, Spurs v Bournemouth. Mourinho. Yeah, I think so. It'll be interesting you though. You can see that a few goals though are the old Tottenham Hotspur, haven't they? Since Mourinho's gone in like Yeah, 4-2, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 4-2, yeah, yeah. yeah. They got that big result, didn't they? Uh, Mourinho's tactical masterclass taking Eric Dyer off and just changing it all. I think that they're still riding the crest of a wave at the moment. Uh, I, yeah, I think Spurs will. 
So this is a, this is an interesting one. The Sunday games, uh, two p.m. Norwich versus Arsenal. Arsenal have just drawn with Southampton. I think it was, wasn't it? Um, yeah, they should have lost. At the as Emirates well. and should have lost. Mm. Norwich coming off a, a big victory over relegation rivals Everton. Um, <laughs> go. You've just got to twist the what? leg every time. What? Like, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Mate, they're like two places above the relegation oh, and exactly They'll be worse off points. in two weeks' time. They, they could be in the relegation zone in a few weeks. They're going to be seen their fixtures? They've got like Man United, Man City, Leicester and Liverpool all in the fucking space of a got month Leicester or something. Got Leicester in the cup like. as well. We'll, we could be top and they could be bottom at Christmas. Wow. Wow. Although that does suggest that Watford need at least six points in that time, which I'm, I'm not betting could on. Could be second from bottom at Christmas. Yeah, they could be second from bottom at Christmas. Um, Norwich Arsenal then. Draw. I'm going to stick a wow. tenner on Norwich, me. They beat Man City. It. They beat they beat City at home. They've got Pookie as a right player, and Arsenal are just poor. And you, you can never predict Arsenal because you don't know which Arsenal's going to turn up. And I yet, don't even know. I don't even know. Up, yeah. I'm not even sure Emery will be the manager by the time the game kicks off. That'd be mad. Ooh. I think he will, but I think after the game, that's that's when he's gone. <laughs> I'd also put I'd also put a ten on Arsenal to win that. I think yeah. I don't on think Arsenal? Arsenal win. I think I don't think Norwich should. Very good. No, to be honest. No, they've had too many injuries. Um, they, Leicester, Everton. The commentator is that a question, mate? Should we just move on to the next one? Okay, <laughs> Man United versus Villa. Two historically big sides going head to head. You know what? I'm going to say Villa. I'm going to say Villa. Yeah, nil nil. A good side, lad. Yeah. Nil nil. Yeah. I'm going to say a draw because United are playing. Europa League and they basically just sent kids out because they could be well rested. Fair enough. Well, they know that they, they need to get they need to garner points in the Alp Premier League. Ooh. It is the bread and butter, as they used to say to us uh, when we were winning trophies in European competition, and they weren't. <laughs> um, but it is what it is. Uh, so score predictions for the game against Brighton. Uh, I'll start. Two one Liverpool. Three nil. Go ahead. Four nil. Go ahead. Five nil. Is right. Five. So I, go ahead. Six, yeah, good. <laughs> Three, no, four, no, but five, now we no, keep six, a clean no. sheet on, this time. Three, one. We keep a clean sheet this time. Okay. I think that's got to be first yeah. and foremost the thing that we do. We know Ars we know Anfield's a fortress. We know we score goals there. We know we create chances. Something that we haven't done for a while is <laughs> stop leaking goals. We have to do that. Have to. We're, we're due dicking a team, and I think off the back of Napoli. <laughs> <laughs> and off the back of Napoli, I just want to. I want this to be the one. Whip I want to go in there. <laughs> yeah. I want to enjoy watching the game. And if it's what five nil for you, <laughs> walk away with Milan. As if well. it's five nil, I'm having a very good. I'm having a <laughs> yeah, very good there. Saturday night, and I'll watch the game over and over with my cock in my hand. Absolutely outstanding thought, and one that I can't really top to in the show. Other than maybe uh, Tom has mentioned it a few times that he, he thinks Anfield's a fortress. Maybe as part of the redevelopment, um, uh, if it ever happens, um, then there will be a moat built around Anfield to stop <laughs> Manchester City's bus getting any closer. That would be quite funny. It make it make match day really hard to get to the ground. Though you got to swim <laughs> to Anfield. Don't be a drawbridge, lad. <laughs> Are you mad? Yeah, but like. It's going to be a drawbridge. Just there's a, always a drawbridge. Just there's a, a moat. Just there's a drawbridge. Just the one drawbridge for 60,000 people. <laughs> great. Just get a dinghy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Crocodiles. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great to have the only ground in the country that had a moat around it, though? <laughs> I don't know. Fucking, this is Anfield, lad. <laughs> Fucking right. 
Not a fucking mouth. Get someone to draw that up. Someone who's a good artist draw it up Anfield in a moat round. Man, fucking George Shefter operating the drawbridge. <laughs> <laughs> fucking five to three on the kickoff. George, you haven't done it again. <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, Sorry, I'm just working on this VAR board. <laughs> yeah. That that would be an interesting concept. I think they should do that. After after a moat. Extending the Anfield Road in. Build a moat. The players coming in horses over the drawbridge. <laughs> fucking brilliant. Clotted his full shining armour made out of plates of the European Cup. Hey, I'm, I'm game on that. There you go. You should, see, this way you should stick around for the end. Yeah. It's an absolute <laughs> dribble. <laughs> on that, we've got other shit to do. Um, thank you very much for watching. And I hope you've enjoyed the video. Like the video, subscribe to the Red Ben TV. Don't forget to check out the Athletic. www. Why can't I say that? www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash redmen tv 50% <laughs> off your subscription to it.